everyone and welcome to the first episode of the Antisocial Book Club. Oh, I'm so excited. Me too. Yes. So we just want to introduce ourselves and kind of talk about why we wanted to start a podcast, why we like podcasts, maybe like our origin story with podcasts. Yeah, that sounds good. So I'm Martana Carter and I'm excited to be your host on the Antisocial Book Club along with my friend Kelsey here. And I'm Kelsey Krubitzer, and I'm also excited to be part of this antisocial book club. See, antisocial. Uh, we feel like we just like the company of each other. Um, yes. We don't really like social things. No, I have to be in the mood to yeah. be social. Yeah, we'd rather just sit on the couch. And read a good book. Read a good book. Because I don't know how you classify yourself, but I'm definitely an introvert same like I have so much energy that I can use with people yeah and there's a cutoff point where I just have to leave a certain place because I can't do it anymore exactly I just rather be alone same yeah like I could be alone all day and I wouldn't think twice about the fact that I haven't talked to a single person all day exactly so, if you're like <laughs> us, this is probably the show for you. Yes, if you like to read yeah. and you want to talk about books, maybe you don't really want to go find people to talk to them about, Yeah, this is the place for you. Yeah, so welcome. Yes, and I kind of talk about like podcast, I think why I wanted, I wanted to do it, like why I want to start this podcast, or just podcasts yeah. in general, because I love podcasts. Same. With my job, I drive like almost all day for mm-hmm. hours. And so podcasts, like, keep me sane. They give me something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And they just, they're always there for me. And the people yeah. in the podcast, like, it sounds lame, but they kind of become my friends. No, I totally, totally understand. Yes. Yeah. And the first podcast that I really love, and I still love to this day, is Gilmore Guys. Mm. So the Gilmore Guys podcast, I mean, it sounds dramatic, but it really changed my life. Mm-hmm. I never listened to a podcast before then. And Kevin and Demi, the hosts, they really, I've, like, it sounds creepy, but I view them as, like, my friends. Yeah. Because I've spent so much time with them in my car, listening to them. <laughs> and I've listened, I've re-listened to that podcast, I'd say, at least three times. Really? Wow. Yes. Just because they're, like, they're so funny and they're so hilarious. And it's just, like, I'm sitting with, like, my friends. Yeah. And they're just talking. Yeah. So that really what started my love of podcasts. And then I got into like more varied. Something that we love is my favorite murder. Oh, yes, my favorite murder. If you haven't listened to it, go take a listen. It's amazing. It's funny. But also get to hear about murder. Uh, if you're into murder, if you have a lot of anxiety about murder, probably shouldn't do it. Yes. But um, if that's your thing, it's, it's great. It's a great podcast. Yeah, yeah for so sure. Those are two, like the two really podcasts that like made me latch on to podcasts i feel like karen and georgia like you feel with the gilmore guys i feel like karen and georgia off my favorite murder are like my best friends Mm because i listen to them almost daily yes almost daily yeah and same with them i go back and listen to old ones yeah because honestly by the time you get around to the front you've already forgotten exactly like i will listen to old episodes and they're still just as good yeah, to get the details. So we hope that we can be that for you. Yes. Hopefully. I mean, that's yeah. Like my ultimate dream. It's the dream. We're living the dream right now. So Yeah. We're excited. We're excited to do this because first of all, 
we're like we're best friends. We love to read. And so, you know, regardless of what happens with all this, we're at least with each other, kind of being antisocial. Yeah. And talking about some of our favorite books that we've read um, so far. So. Yes. So even though one listens, it's, I'm so glad we're doing this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But we do hope you listen. Yes. Please listen to us. And subscribe. Is that a thing? Yeah. Subscribing, okay. reviewing us on iTunes, which you can do after you've listened to the whole episode. Yeah. So consider that. Yeah. Also think things. about it. Yeah. Think about it. In your mind. We're not going to hound you, but it'd be fun yeah. to have, just to know that we're, we're being heard. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yes. Yeah. So to kick it off, oh. we're going to do Where the Crawdads Sing today. Oh. That was definitely probably one of my favorite books of 2019. It was my favorite book, hands down. Exactly. So much so that after I read this book. I like I almost didn't want to read anything else because I was like it's not going to be as good. <laughs> You're just so committed. That's how much I loved <laughs> it. And I will admit, like at first, I it was like number one on everything, and it was Reese book. Yeah. And so I was like, give it a chance. And yeah. I started it, and at first, I'll be honest, I was like I don't really get the hype. Yeah. But then, I don't know what changed, but somewhere down the line, I was like this book is amazing and changed my life. Yeah. It's definitely one that builds. It's definitely a coming-of-age story. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is, you know, there's some odd things in it, but it's just what makes it in the end. It just builds and get there. So spoiler alert, we're fixing to talk some details about it. So if you haven't read it yet and you want to read it uh, before you listen, go ahead and just push pause and read it. And then you can come back and listen. Yes. And you can hear all the things. But, uh, yeah, yes. we don't want to spoil it for you because it's a pretty good book. I think we're going to try also to share information about the book that isn't spoilers first. Yeah. So we'll try to give you another warning before Beforehand. we really go into it. We don't want to be those people. Yeah. Because we know. Maybe <laughs> we just want to read. Maybe you just want to learn more about yeah. it before you read it. We hate to be spoilers. So we'll try to give you another <laughs> warning that says, hey. Yes. Don't go any further. Yes. If you want to be surprised by the end. And this book does have a good ending. That it you don't want to be surprised. Yes. Personally, I love spoilers, and I like will read the end sometimes before. But I'm so glad I didn't oh, do that do with that? this book. Yes. Oh, I love spoilers. For oh, anything. I can't do it. I have to. No. So I'm really glad I didn't do that for this book <laughs> because I think it would have ruined it. It definitely. So I don't recommend spoiling this book at all. Okay. So don't do it. Yeah. Listen to us. <laughs> Anyway, okay, <laughs> so let's move on. So this book was written by Delia Owens. So not only is Delia Owens, in my opinion, a magical writer, um, she was also she's also a zoologist. So for people out there, like, what is a zoologist? So it's pretty much somebody who pretty much studies animals, um, researches animals, and. Before we get started, we should also probably mention we're not professionals. Yes, we're not professionals. Whatsoever. I read this book a little while ago, so yes. if we mess up any details, we're really sorry. Yeah. And just, please feel free to let us know. Yeah. Send us send us uh, an email. Um, tell us on all our social media pages. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, so tell yeah. us about our mistakes. You want to learn. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, so just now going in. We're we're getting there. Yeah, we're, we're getting trying. there. We're trying. Anyway, Delia Owens. Okay, so she she loves animals. Um, she did grow grow up in the countryside in Georgia, and from a young age, it says that she loved she loved writing. So on her actual website, uh, it talks a little bit about her background and her history. She says that she's been writing since the sixth grade. Wow, that's a long time. That's a long time. Yeah, and she actually won a sixth grade competition wow. for writing. Yeah. Hmm, that's and interesting look at her now. looking at the character of Kaya. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce her name? That's what I've been doing. Okay, that's what I say too. Okay. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, goodness. Okay, so she spent most of her summers in North Carolina. So if you've read the book already, you kind of know. Um, this is where the book is kind of based. It's based on North Carolina on the coast. And she spent most of her summers there with her family. Um, she loved being in the mountains. She loved the sea area. Um, and that's kind of where she got her inspiration for the book, which I found, thought was pretty interesting. So mm-hmm. place she loved, um, just kind of putting that in the book as well. Um, she attended the University of Georgia, where she got her bachelor's degree in zoology. Uh, and then she went on to get her doctoral degree in animal behavior hmm. from the so University doctor, of California. So, yeah, she's technically Dr. Owens. Love that. Love that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that goes a lot into the book, too, and I'll kind of talk about that later, especially with animal behavior. So interesting. Oh, and just a fun fact, if you don't know, Kelsey and I met in college as psychology majors. Mm -hmm. So we love all the behaviors. We love all the things. And I did take a class that was, I mean, it was supposed to be about like kind of like animal behaviors. Oh, really? It was called comparative psych. Very interesting. interesting. Although the teacher was really intense. Oh. So it was kind of a hard class, but it was interesting. Yeah. So we love behaviors. We love all the weird mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Yeah. She's also the smartest person I know. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. You're the smartest person <laughs> I know. I don't know about that, but for real. <laughs> for real. Um, anyways, moving back to where we were at with Miss Owens because she's, she's a magical person. Mm. So they lived there for quite some time in oh. Africa. And she's actually got three other books um, that are kind of her memoirs of her time in Africa. Uh, they're called The Cry of the ooh, Kalahari. Kalahari, don't judge me. Um, next is The Eye of the Elephant, and then we also have The Secrets of Savannah. So she wrote those also with her husband at the time. Ooh. So she's kind of already got some but books she's out. Another interesting thing looking yeah. at the book, yes, and the characters in the book. Uh, we can't wait to talk about the book with you. Interesting. Uh, so next, when she moved home from Africa, um, her and Mark, they went back to the United States and they actually wanted to contribute their knowledge um, and their resources to helping grizzly bears and wolves in the wetlands. Um, but now uh, Delia, she lives in Idaho and she enjoys her time in the wilderness riding horses uh, being in the mountains. Um, but most of the information, just so I'm not stealing anything, most of this information did come from Wikipedia and 
Miss Owens' website. So if you want to know some more about uh, Delia Owens, definitely take a look at her website. There's a lot of interesting information just about her life in the book. Um, and all those things. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway. Very interesting. I like to learn more about the author. I think it's really important because if you know more about, like, the history of the author, like, kind of like their life story and what they've gone through, it kind of relays in the book. And yeah. we're going to see a lot of this. Yeah, let's say honest. I, like, I didn't know a lot of that. And now a lot of the things about Kaya yeah. and her life, I can see in Dr. Owen's life. In Dr. Owen's. So that's interesting. Yes. Interesting. Well, I have the summary. So this is taken just from the book. Oh, okay, cool. So the summary of Where the Crawdads Sing. So for years, rumors of the Marsh Girl have haunted Berkeley Cove, a quiet town on the North Cal- on the North Carolina coast. So in late 1969, when handsome Chase Andrews is found dead, the locals immediately suspect Kaya Clark, the so-called Marsh Girl. But Kaya is not what they say. Sensitive and intelligent, she has survived for years alone in the marsh that she calls home, finding friends in the gulls and lessons in the sand. Then the time comes when she yearns to be touched and loved. When two young men from town become intrigued by her wild beauty, Kaya opens herself to a new life until the unthinkable happens. Where the Crawdad Stings is uh, at once an exquisite ode to the natural world, a heartbreaking coming-of-age story, and a surprising tale of possible murder. Murder? We love murder. Owen reminds us that we are forever shaped by the children we once were and that we are all subject to the beautiful and violent secrets that nature keeps. Ooh, such a good book. It is. And so just thinking about the book, so possible spoilers, I don't know where I'm going with this, but possible spoilers, I think learning about that Dr. Owens was kind of like a young writer, it makes more sense about like why Kaya is kind of like so advanced. Yeah. Because some of the reviews were talking about how it's like really unlikely that Kaya would like be able to become as like renowned and mm-hmm. as much of a researcher as she does, which I disagree with. But even further looking at Dr. Owen's life, I think it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, that's kind of her and that character. As like from a yeah. young age, she was even writing. Yeah, she... All the things. So that makes a lot more <laughs> sense to me now. Yeah. And then this really is a possible spoiler. So hit that 30 second ahead or 50 second ahead. <laughs> but how like her and her husband, her, Dr. Owen's and her husband write together is kind of like... Kaya and Tate especially at the end when he like really helps her with her research and he's always encouraging her and he really is like the one that got her all like the feathers and stuff or helped her get her collection yeah I've never really thought about that like a support for her Uh, that makes sense too it does make a lot of sense so yeah it's very interesting but yeah oh man okay so Sorry, we're getting our lives together. So then the Amazon reviews. So if you look on Amazon, they're likely you're going to find all kinds of interesting stuff. Yes. We thought it'd be fun to kind of add this into our show. Yes. So just to get some are, other perspectives because yeah. we know what we think. Maybe just other people have different opinions. Exactly. And there's a lot on there. there. So it's kind of comical. <laughs> if you just need something, some good reading material, yes. if you read the book, um, go take a look on Amazon. Look at the reviews because there's some interesting things about what people think about this book. Yeah. 
And so we've kind of decided to take a couple five-star ratings and a couple one-stars, yes. kind of in between. So go ahead, Kelsey. Just to get some other thoughts in Yeah, here. yeah. Okay. So these are all from Amazon. So overall, I had a 4.8 out of five stars, considering all the reviews, which is oh, really good. Yeah, that is and really that good. And that was out of 30,398 total reviews, which is a ton of reviews for a book. Oh, wait. I have a bookmark on this. You do? Yes. Okay. So if, if this is what we're going to call bookmarks. They're just fun, fun facts. So it's like just putting a pause in the show, putting a bookmark in it, and we're going to tell you an interesting fact. Mm, so if yes, you please. don't know, I'm going to tell you that there in 2019, 4.5 million copies of this wow. book were sold so at least 30,000 you can definitely see decided to make an Amazon yeah book. so 30,000 of the, that's quite a lot actually so but 4.5 million books that's crazy to think about like Dr. Owens at the time she probably had no like this is her debut yeah, novel which is crazy so who would have even thought that this would be like it's amazing it's amazing that's a really good bookmark. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay, continue. <laughs> yeah, so 87.5% gave it five stars, 8% gave it four stars, 3% gave it three stars, 1% gave it two stars, and 1% gave it one star, which I think is interesting. That is interesting. It's like a very, on the very low end, gave it 1%, and the majority, well over the majority, gave it five stars. Which is absolutely correct. The yes. other people on the, the one stars, I'm like, what are you smoking? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not biased, but I like to smoke a lot. You can't tell yeah. already. Yeah. So. Yes. Okay, so one of the first five star ones, the title is, You'll Never Want to Leave. Ooh. Which, says, I read a lot. Sometimes folks refer to a, a title to me. Sometimes I don't always adjust the reviewing individual's taste. My niece recommended this title, and it's not so much the storyline, even though that's very good, but the writing style. After the first pages, I was hooked. Loved, they say Miss Owens, but I'm going to correct it to Dr. Owens. She's a doctor. Okay, let's talk about this. Women yes. and education. Oh, so powerful. Yes, it is very powerful. And She's she worked a hard for that. She did. So we're going to, so sorry, Miss Parker, the reviewer of this maybe she didn't know maybe she was a doctor probably didn't know but we're gonna give her the respect and say so dr love dr owen style descriptive picturesque speech and i agree with this i like the writing is really good sometimes i don't like a lot of details in writing mm -hmm. just because i want to get to the story exactly but i really liked her use of like describing things and the animals i really yeah. felt like i knew kaya as a person exactly and, like, she was my friend Exactly. Like, with all those details, and we'll get into it a little bit more later with our kind of spoilers on the book, but with those details, it, like, just kind of puts in perspective, like, Kaya's life living in the marsh mm -hmm. and just how much the marsh means to her. And so knowing more about these animals and these birds, it kind of really helps you understand, like, where she's coming from and kind of, like, the family that she even has. Yeah. From I feel that. like she very much, like, her family is, like, the animals. Absolutely. And the that she, like, she, like, has names for them. Absolutely. Which I think is beautiful. It is beautiful. It's just kind of, like, I want to say, like, Mother Nature is absolutely her mother in it this is. book. It's absolutely her mother it in this is. book. There's actually a fun quote, if you don't mind me saying yes, it really quick. Please. 
Um, so one of the quotes um, that was in the book that I really loved, it says that Kaya laid her hand upon the breathing wet earth and the marsh became her mother. Beautiful. The marsh became her mother. That's the kind of Ugh. language that Dr. Owens uses yeah. throughout the whole thing. Oh, I love it. Okay, another five-star one. The title is OMG, Wonderful, Wonderful. Agree. This is from Island Reader. Island Reader. Let's hear what you have to say. It says, my favorite book of the year by far. So beautifully written, no skimming over sections in the book. I devoured every single word. I laughed, I cried a lot. And most importantly, thought differently about life, mine and everyone else's. I became the character of Kaya, desperately alone and forced to, to try to eke out an existence on her own in the marshes. The marshes are their own separate character, but despite the fact that I am freaked out by insects and mud and most other creepy crawlies, I could actually imagine myself enjoying the, the Carolina experience, hard as it was. You will root for Kaya. I did, some, I did sometimes shout out loud, you go girl. I read this book in one day and can't stop thinking about it. There are several clues to the surprise ending if you pay attention to the details. This is a keeper. Oh, I love so that. I really agree with all this. All like, the things in that. Island Reader could be me. <laughs> it's not, but it yeah, could be. Yeah, absolutely. You go, girl, is yes. like, you're saying that and the like whole she, book. Yes, and like she said, like, she doesn't like bugs and stuff, but I wanted to like just go be one with the yeah. marsh. And we did go kayaking together. We did. After we read this. And I felt like I appreciated it so much more. Yeah, you have a better understanding of like, just oh my God, nature in general. I am Kaya. Yeah. So I really loved that. But yeah, so I totally agree. We need to go kayaking more too. I totally agree. <laughs> yes. Okay, then this next one. This is a three out of five star. So kind of the middle. Okay. And the title for this one is Maybe I'm Too Old. Hmm, never too old, I think. No. It was nearly impossible for me to suspend reality enough to enjoy this book. Aside from the obvious perils of a six-year-old raising herself in the wild, there was little in the way of character development, which is actually the only thing that made the ending even mo- even remotely plausible. The choice of Asheville as a destination city is bizarre since it's a good six hours from the coast. Wilmington, Lumberton, or New Bern would make more sense. I know I'm in the, mo- in the minority of- on this, which is why I assume I've just been around too long to buy into this kind of fantasy. So I picked this one because a lot of the complaints about this book were maybe some like the accuracies about the towns. Let me say and first And geographic of all, things, which I cannot speak on because I know nothing about North Carolina. Exactly. We're from Oklahoma, so no, no thing. We don't know anything about North Carolina. No, but in my opinion, this is a book. It's a fictional book. Yes. And this was back in the 60s. Yeah. And we both worked in the child protective services arena and i gotta be honest i could see a six-year-old having to support themselves absolutely i hope now we have more things set in place but honestly i could see it happening now so i could definitely see it happening back then absolutely there's like so many so many kids who are on their own unfortunately the cracks absolutely and this is like a great story of um a child in that situation just overcoming um, being able, slipping through the cracks and growing up and being very successful and yeah, but absolutely something that Kelsey and I have probably definitely seen multiple times of kids, unfortunately not being in the home that they need to be in and are unfortunately having to raise themselves. So we're very yes. passionate about that. Yes. yes. So I sadly could definitely see this happening, especially like in the like 60s which is when the majority of this book is set 
and I do think they I don't want to say they tried because I really didn't but they tried to get Kaya to go to school yeah and then they kind of gave up when like she was able to elude them yeah so it's I don't know I find that kind of believable and then she did have a lot of support like she had jumping she had Tate yeah she did have really did like kind of support her Mm-hmm. And everyone knew she was there. She's on the part that makes you really angry about this book, but the people like she was so stigmatized. Yeah. That people thought that she was like dirty gross. or gross. Yeah. She was the Marsh girl. Yeah. And it's so sad because so, yeah. a lot of kids go through that stage, just being stereotyped by where by they what they from, where they came or what from, perceived as. Absolutely. I hate that. I hate yeah, that. So I disagree, but whatever. Okay, so we have a now we're to the one star. Ooh, one. So, I don't understand you, one star already. I, I don't even know your name, and I don't understand you. This is Joy of Reading, which. Joy okay. of Reading. I'll read the ones that don't have a first uh, and last name. <laughs> so I left one on Exactly. So this is from Joy of Reading. The title is Really? Not a thumbs up from me. Okay. Whatever. It says, Can't read, no school, starved and all alone, but learns to read and then studies Einstein? Really? Left all alone in her whole life, but the two town's most eligible bachelors fall for her. A good guy and a bad boy? Really? I'm definitely in the minority. At least they know they're in the minority. Yeah. I gotta say, she had learned to read by herself. Yeah, somebody taught her like, to read. Tate taught her how to read, and I do understand where she's coming from as far as, like, the two most eligible bachelors, like, being in love with her. Yeah. That's kind of a stretch, but I also think... You know, Kai's the main character, so they have to fall for her. And I feel like they fell for her for very different reasons. Absolutely. Possible spoilers, so be hitting that button. Yeah. I feel like Tate was, like, a nice person and, like, wanted to be her friend. Yeah. I was curious. And then he fell in love with her. Yes. Versus, I feel like Chase wanted to take advantage of her. Absolutely. And wanted to, like, be the first person to sadly, like, sleep with her. Yeah, because there was always the Marsh Girl stories. Yeah. And so... So I feel one is, like, very opportunistic, and the other one is, like, really nice person. Yeah. Although I was very upset with him. Yeah. a good part of this book. Yes. (laughs) But in the end... So I kind of see where they're coming from, but I don't also at the same time. I don't. I mean... It's just, I guess, different people's thought processes. We understand that. That's another thing on this podcast. We yeah. understand everybody comes from, like, a different background, a different yeah. thought process. Totally. These are just our thoughts at yeah, the moment. definitely. So. Like I said, I can't say where, where she's coming from, but I don't see it that way. Mm-mm. Okay, last one out of five stars. It says, almost wonderful. The base storyline for this book, girl grows up in a swamp, has few friends, becomes an expert on swamp life, lives a productive, unusual life, is strong, and would have a fine story. It would have been a fine story, but somewhere along the way, the writer decides the story need, needed more spice, I guess, and added what for me is, was for me a story killer. Do a rewrite and take out Chase Andrews. He doesn't need to be there, and Kai gets to remain a remarkable woman instead of what she ends up actually being. Chase Andrews, unfortunately, he is... A horrible person, but he makes the whole story. Yeah. So there's no way you can catch these things. So once again, possible spoilers. Sorry. I have never felt the kind of anxiety about a book that I did when Kai was in jail. Uh, same. Like it was 
like I had to read it, but it was so hard to read. It was painful. I was afraid that she was. I felt like I was in that jail cell with her. Same. Like I. Ugh. And people say, I'm never gonna promote murder. Exactly. Because you should murder anyone for the record. The please don't are, murder the somebody. Are listening to this. But you know what? If if you did murder somebody, I would help you. I would help you bury the body. Just Thank so you know. Same. <laughs> Thanks. But once again, for the police, we're not we're murderers. Never, never consider. No. But I feel like Kaya, once again, spoilers, did what she had to do. Because she did. I think Chase was never gonna like leave that alone. Absolutely. Because he was embarrassed, and I feel like part of what he she wanted did control was for self defense. Absolutely self-defense. So, and I think Chase, I don't know, I think that was like, I don't know the best part of the book, but it was a really good part of the book. It was. like I said, that was, I never felt that way in a book. Uh, We obviously agree that we don't like Chase Andrews, but that's kind of what his character's supposed to be. You're not supposed to like him. And Mm -hmm. he ends up making the book the most interesting part. Like, we're obviously cheering for Tate, Tate Tate all the way. Team Tate. Yes, Team Tate. For sure. Like, there even is another team. Ugh. Chase Andrews. Whatever. Ugh. That sounds like a... Well, sounds like a... It sounds... Player name. It does. If no, your ch- name is Chase Andrews, I Sorry, I'm sure you're a really nice guy, but... <laughs> you're a super nice guy, In this but book, you're not. You're not. So yeah, maybe so you can consider that. that point as okay. well. Yeah, so that's our Amazon reviews. <gasps> So just to get some other opinions, even though we disagree with most of them. Yes, because absolutely, Dr. Owens, you rock. This was a great book. Yeah. Absolutely great book. And fun fact, bookmark, bookmark, it was at least, it was on the New York Times bestseller list in 2019 at least 27 times. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. That's amazing. Wow. Wow. Dr. Owens, impressed. Like, Dr. Owens, if you're even listening, if you can even hear this. Yeah, if you're listening, oh my gosh. First of all, huge fans. Second of all, as we said a million times, you're amazing. But could you even imagine, this is your debut novel, you are writing, um, you're writing nature, nature things, and all of a sudden you're writing fiction for the first time, and Wow. Um, so much success. Okay, so much success. Mm. It was also Barnes and Noble's best book of 2018. Wow, I agree, Barnes and Noble. Ugh. We're in total agreement. Not to be sponsoring Barnes and Noble. Well, not sponsored in any way. No. But Barnes and Noble is a magical place. Agreed. Like, just go in and you smell the pages of books. And it's just so cozy in there. I wish I could like bottle that smell. Like sometimes when I'm having a stressful day, I'm like, I just want to go to Barnes and Noble. Same. But I also do support the public library. Please go to your Same. public library. The public library changed my life. It really did. I think it was one of the best decisions I made last year. Like, full disclosure, all the books that we're going to cover so far, I've gotten from the library. I love that. And I have the library's copy right now with us in this room oh, helping wow. us record this. So, shout out to your public library. Now, if people don't know, I don't know. Well, everyone else did, so maybe you already know this. But you can get Kindle books from the library. Yeah, I think I, I told you about which that. Which I didn't know, and that's changed my life. It is It is really life-changing. So, so just a PSA for the library. Go library. Go you. Yeah, do it. It's not lame, we promise. And I read so many more books since I had 
my library card. And you can be antisocial because you can just get on there and get the Kindle books online. You don't even have to go in. Exactly. And then yeah. if, so say like the Kindle has like a hold of like 80, you can always look at the actual book and then you yeah. just say where you want to pick it up. You literally go to the shelf, you find your book, you check it out yourself, Ugh. guys, at my library. Same. You check it out yourself. You don't have to talk to a soul. A single person. And you leave. Nobody knows who you are. And then you get this amazing book for free. Again, the library has changed my life. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. Let's move on. Yes. Uh, okay. So, mm-mm. do we want to talk about the movie cast or do we just want to talk about the book? Let's do the movie cast. Really okay. Quick. So, guys, I don't know if you know this or not, but supposedly Reith Witherspoon... And also, side note, Reese Witherspoon has really promoted this book. She loves it as well. Reese, I also think you're an amazing person. If you're listening to this, oh my gosh, OMG. once again, again, wow, such a big fan. I wish I was Reese Witherspoon. Anyway, continuing on, um, Reese Witherspoon really loved this book, and she is actually has the adaptation of the movie in the works as a producer. So. That's an interesting fact. So Fox 2000 has acquired it. Um, there's not a release yet on the adaptation, but hopefully it'll be in the next year or two. Yeah, so, I hope so. I would love to see that. So anyway, Reese, again, if you're listening, we have some great casting ideas. Yes. So go ahead and take a listen. Yeah. Again, we're not professionals, but if we were professionals... These would be our suggestions. Absolutely be our suggestions. For casting. So, um, for Kaya, Mm -hmm. I kind of see like a Haley Stein... Is that how you say her name? Steinfeld? Haley Steinfeld, yes. Yes. She played in like Pitch Perfect Mm -hmm. and... She was in Pitch Perfect. John Wayne She was in True Grit. True Grit, She's also had lately a successful singing career. Oh, she has, Yeah. I don't listen to the radio very much anymore because I'm always listening to podcasts. Me neither. But with the kids, kids. There was a rumor she was dating the guy from One Direction. Really? Niall. Nail. Nail Horan? Yeah. Is that right? I don't know. I don't know if it's Niall or Nail. Nail. I can't imagine. I think it's Niall. I think it's Nail. Like, hey, Nail. Yes, I think it's... <laughs> That's kind of awkward. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I'm... <laughs> yes. So she's actually on the, on the edge of 17... She was, oh, she's an Oscar nominee for True Grit. Yes. So yeah, I just think, like, she has, like, long, dark hair. She's kind yeah. of small. I just, like, imagine her. Kind of lanky. You can see her being mm-hmm. Kaya. For yeah. sure. She's the very beautiful. Like. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely, definitely. see that. Yeah. So, Chase Andrews. So we already know Chase Andrews. He's a playboy. He is. So, I definitely see... I don't know about you. I definitely see Zac Efron. Yeah. I can see Zac Efron. Yeah. I feel like... And I want to believe that Zac is a really nice person. He kind of looks kind of... But if you just saw him, he kind of looks like he may be a player. Absolutely. And so, I just... And he just looks like a very confident person. Exactly. That's what I Chase Andrews as. So, Chase Andrews definitely a Zac Efron vibe. Yeah. That energy. Definitely. And continuing on with high school musical characters. Yes! Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, but I definitely see 
Tate as Lucas Gabriel. Yes. So he was also in High School Musical with Zac Efron. He was Sharpay's brother. Brother. I don't remember what his name was. I don't remember it either. It's been a long time. But we were the hit. I see him. I feel like Tate is like. He's cute, but he's not threatening. Yeah, he's and maybe he's a little bit less confident in himself. Yeah, Lucas Gabriel, if he's confident, but that's the vibe he gives off. Yeah, so that kind of vibe, definitely. But I just see him, and like he looks very cute, very sweet. Yeah, he looks like he'd want to be a biologist. Like a caring person. He was Ryan. Ryan in high school. You know. Ryan Evans. I don't think I've even thought about High School Musical since I was like in middle school. Same, but now it's on Disney Plus. So <sighs> Disney Plus is life, guys. It is. Anyway, once again, not a sponsor, but he was on Switched at Birth, which I didn't oh, watch. Oh yeah, either. he was. He's been on a lot of things. So yeah, I see him kind of in this. Okay, world. definitely. Paul, I kind of see him as like a Woody Harrelson, mm-hmm. like a rough. Kind of rough around the edges. Absolutely. And I feel like Woody Harrelson could play a good drunk. Oh, absolutely. Which is a compliment, I mean, Woody, if you're listening. Like, we saw you in The Hunger Games. Yeah, he's in The you Hunger were, Games. You were kind of drunk in The he Hunger Games. He was in Games. Zombieland. Yeah, just like that rough, rough personality. And that's definitely he's the on. vibe that Paul, or Paul gives off um, in this book. So, Ma... I think I picked this one. You did. So I said Ruth Wilson, who she, I know her from Say Mr. Banks. She okay. was in the flashbacks. She was P.L. Travers' mom. So that's where I know her from, but she was also in The Affair, a oh, show called Luther. So, so she was in quite big a few things. things. But she just has, like, she's very pretty. Mm-hmm. She just kind of has, like, a. Good vibe. Like a wavish yeah. quality. Okay. To her. Oh, I definitely get that. Yeah. We'll put some pictures up on Instagram. Yeah. Go follow our Instagram. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, for Jody, which is that's right, Jody, right? As yes, Kai's brother. brother. Um, I'm thinking like a Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. And you guys know who Chris Pratt is, so. Obviously. Parts and Rec, Jurassic World, <sighs> um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. I just picture him as like kind of like a cute, and once again like. Brotherly. Like Chris Pratt is very attractive, but he's not like a threatening attractive. Exactly. That's a great way of putting it. Which I, like he's like more approachable attractive. Yes. Just like Zac Efron, I see is like, I don't. I wouldn't go up and talk to him. But I'd be very intimidated to talk to him versus Chris Pratt. Be like, oh my gosh. If I had the opportunity to meet Zac Efron, I don't think I I could. He's just very intimidating. I think so too. Which again, it's no offense, Zac Efron, if you're listening. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm sure you're a very nice man. Very nice. like you're very attractive in an intimidating way. It's very intimidating. So yeah. So I see more of like a Chris Pratt. So yeah. So for jumping, we love jumping. Jumping mm-hmm. is oh my such gosh, a big, I cried. a big role in Kai's life. We kind of see like a Forest. Is it Whitaker? Yes, Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Um, so he's been in a lot. He's been in. He was in Rogue One. If there's any yeah, Star Wars fans, he's been in Star Wars. He's in the Black Panther. Oh yeah. So he's in Empire. Yeah. So just like he was in, I think he was in the Butler. 
Oh, he was in the butler. But There's just a else. very he just kinda has that that just friendly friendly air, air about him. Friendly air. And that's exactly who Jumpin is. He absolutely is a friendly person. Definitely. And definitely Kaya's dad, for sure. Yes. Definitely Kaya's dad, like that vibe. For sure. And so next we have Mabel. Ugh, we also love Mabel. Ugh, Mabel is Jumpin's Mabel. wife and just really steps in when Kaya really needs it the most, when she actually needs a mother besides Mother Nature to show her show her some like just the womanly things that we as women have to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we kind of had two thoughts on this. So Reese, listen to us. Yeah, and Reese could get both these uh, people. Easily. Oprah, we can see Oprah. Mm-hmm. Just her voice. Just, yeah. Like very warm, comforting. Yes. Like Oprah can probably solve anything. Absolutely. And help you with anything. Or Viola Davis. She's yes. kind of got that very determined. Yes. Very determined. Strict. She also seems yes. like very nice, but also down to earth. And will take care of you. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. So definitely both of those people. Yeah. I also would like for Tate... If you're going to, like, race spend things and not take into consideration the time. Yeah. I think, like, a Michael B. Jordan. Ooh. For Tate. Yeah. Because I also feel like him is very attractive, but, like, approachable. Exactly. He's very nice. He was in Friday Night Lights. Oh, yeah. That's where I know him from. I don't know where else he's from, because I don't keep up with, like, all I don't... things. He was, oh, he was in the movie, the latest. Let me look it up. Yeah, I have not watched Friday Night Lights. It's really good. Is it? Yes. Okay. Kelsey also provides me with the best Netflix. Our I, best yes, I also things to watch. TV. That's why I'm an introvert. Because <laughs> it's all you need in life. I just love it. I love I TV. Love all the things. Oh, he's a Black Panther. Oh, him. Yeah. I just really see him as Tate, too. Just like he's very... Seems very nice. He's really caring. And this might just be me projecting from Friday Night Lights, but... Yeah. But he was in Black Panther. He was in Creed 2. Okay. He was in Fantastic Four. He was in Creed, the original. Oh, he was with... He was in that awkward moment with Zac Efron. So they already know each other. Perfect. Ugh, perfect. They can play enemies. Absolutely. Yeah. But unfortunately, during this time period, like... Oh, and he was in Parenthood. I forgot about that. Oh. Yes. Another great show. I need to finish Parenthood. Yeah, you do. But definitely... Yeah. yeah, So definitely during this time period. um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, it just got awkward for a second. So now we can talk a little bit about the book. So, spoilers probably going on. Yeah. And we're saying, like, this is a final spoiler. Final spoilers. If you don't want any more spoilers, stop. Please listening. stop. And then come yeah. back later. Yeah, absolutely, because we want you to come back and listen. Yes. Let's <sighs> talk about our discussion questions. Yes. So, one of these discussion questions is, in interviews, Delia Owens has said she wrote this book about feeling alone. How is that expressed in the novel? And I feel like, as an introvert, this book really talks... Like spoke to me about like being alone. Mm-hmm. And that it's okay to be alone, but also sometimes, like we need to reach out to people. Absolutely, 
Because Kaya, she she was on her own basically her whole life. She was, uh, what are those kids called that grow up in the woods by themselves? It's a name for yeah, it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, gosh. We're psychology majors. Like you should know this. I know Jeannie, but yeah. she was in the woods. She was sadly yeah. in a closet. Uh, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. But yeah, it was, yeah, so for me, it was, I like really related to her just because sometimes it's hard for me to trust people. Uh-huh. And that was like a major thing that Kaya had to go through. Yeah. From being alone. She, yeah, she had no one. She was just out in the swamp on her own. So that's where this book takes place. It takes place in... Um, a little shack on the swamp where her family was. And Kaya, she's six years old, and one day, all of a sudden, her her mom just gets up and leaves. Just leaves out of the blue. She's six years old. She remembers having breakfast, helping her with breakfast. And all of a sudden, her mom is walking down the driveway with with her special outfit and her, her suitcase. Mm -hmm. And that's the last she sees of her. She sits on the porch for days, which breaks my heart. Just even in the beginning of the book, just like that little kid just waiting. It's probably just also because of my experience in the child welfare, like arena as well. Like those kids, like that's a parent, even though they're young, like that's a big thing. Not not having somebody. Like her optimism about her mom coming back. Yeah, she she thought her mom was coming back, and at the time she had some siblings, but they slowly start they start leaving. And my thing is like, take her with you. I have siblings, and I couldn't imagine leaving leaving them by themselves. So Melissa and Sierra, I do love you. I promise. She would have taken you guys. I would have taken you. I'm an only child, but I would never leave out my cat. Yeah, Theo. I could not leave him behind. Theo, yeah. And whenever, like, her brother does come back, he kind of addresses this and says that he's sorry and that he thought that Kaya, like, had their dad, which I'm like, Jody, you know your dad. Yeah. So even leaving her with your dad is not a great option. was a drunk. He was a drunk. He had a lot of issues. Um, he was in the war, right? That was I think thing. so. Yeah. So it sounds like he has a lot, a lot of, P- of trauma. Yeah, a lot of trauma. Own. PTSD. Um, and he he was trying to be successful and it failed. And he just kind of turned to drinking. And so all of a sudden you've got Kaya left with this person. And it's kind of cool because in the book, she later on, like, they make a deal where Kaya, even though she's six years old, she's supposed to be making meals and doing laundry and he'll give her grocery money. Yeah. But, what? And you know that should be happening. None of those things. Yeah. Six years old. I couldn't even imagine doing some of the things that Kaya did at six years old. Like making breakfast for myself. Or gardening because she needed things yes. to eat because there's nothing yeah oh yeah oh. so and then later we do jody does come back and we find out that their mom has passed away oh. which i think was sad and we find out that her mom like always regarded it and basically like yeah had a lot of once again trauma of her own and was kind of never the same yeah after leaving because she you know had kind of like a mental breakdown which I can imagine. I mean, Ma and her background story, she was a very wealthy person. And then she marries Kai's dad, and then they end up in a shack in the middle of the swamp. Yeah. And it's a place that nobody wants to live. Yeah. And that's why they're out there. 
And so it's like a domestically violent situation yeah, too. Absolutely. And so yeah. It was All the things. Really it was her. really bad. What does like so something that I didn't really like was whenever they told us kind of and Kai didn't know it yet and they told us what happened to Ma. Yeah. I didn't really like that because I felt kind of bad knowing that mm-hmm. when Kaya didn't. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like at this point we were like so connected to Kaya and she so badly wanted to know that information. Exactly. So I kind of like all of respect to Dr. Owens. Love you. Yes. But I kind of wish that we had found that out with Kaya. Mm-hmm. I felt kind of gross knowing that. Yeah. Because I felt like all these other people in her life have done that thing to her. Now like me, I was doing yeah. that. Because I knew this. That's so deep. That's so I deep. I just didn't like it. That was the one thing that I was like, ugh, about. Yeah. But I love that her brother came back. I do. she had that support. Especially in that time of need, because you see that her brother comes back. This is kind of way further down in the book, but hopefully you've read the book by now. <laughs> and at the end of the book, we see that Kaya is in jail because... She's been accused of murdering Chase Andrews, mm-hmm. her boyfriend that she's had for over a year. Yeah. Um, and she's on trial for his murder. Yeah. And you're like, how could Kaya Do possibly? This. Yeah, because you know Kaya, you know like her personality, and yes, she's had to fend for her own and do all these things, but you don't picture her as a murderer. No. Like she, you don't picture her as knowing how to kill somebody. No. For sure. Which brings us to, and this is super spoiler, so if you're still listening, we already told you. Yeah, you've already been <laughs> warned, so I don't know why you're still here. So the question we have, how do you feel about Tate's discovery at the end of the novel? Did you expect it? Does it change the way you view the rest of the story? In a way, like, I don't even know how to answer this because my mind was just so blown. Because Same. you find the necklace that Kaya had given chase that's missing when he's found murdered hidden away in a box and you find out that kaya did actually murder chase andrews and you're like no i think i said that out loud i was like no i did not see this coming no all i thought that tate did it yeah i honestly thought tate did it because tate loved her so much Mm -hmm. he wanted to take care of her like you see in the book he taught her how to read he taught Mm -hmm. her he brought her all his books that he was learning in biology and all these things. But he did leave her in the end, which we get really upset about. Yeah, I was really upset that he didn't come back when he said he would. But they eventually end up together. Yeah. Which, which is, he comes back when she needs him the most during this trial with mm-hmm. Chase Andrews. Which I feel like Tate, in a way, if it wasn't for Tate, she would have been with Chase Andrews. Oh, yeah, I feel like that, too. Because I feel like she wanted that companionship. She did. And she gave up on Tate because he never came back. He never say, came back. Like, to talk to her. <sighs> My heart was broken. Same. Mine, too. I'm so broken. And then I... So I thought that Tate was the murderer. And I thought whenever yeah. the boat... Like, the police came to get him. I thought... they were, And I was like, no! But then his dad died, which is also very sad. Yeah, because Tate and his dad were very close yes, because... which was also heartbreaking. Tate, kind of like Kaya, was on his own. His siblings died, and his mother died when he was a very young, mm-hmm. a young child. Yeah. So I think, in a way, he can kind of relate with Kaya as well, because that could have been him. It could have been him if his dad was anything like what Pa was. Yeah. 
And so I think that's why he takes a lot of time to be with Kaya. And also, he kind of knew Kaya from being friends with Jody. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, so I did not see it coming. And then we also find out that in, like, the poem, it basically oh, says, like, yeah. how she killed him. And we found out that, like, she was, I think it was Amanda Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And that she was amanda hamilton and she wrote all those things that is another thing that like truly it's like an aha inspiring moment because kaya not having a single day of school learning to read and do all these things on her own she's been publishing things she published her own books she has all this knowledge she's a very probably one of the smartest people in the room and she never had a formal yes. education she's like world renowned world renowned oh something else i loved was that she got to buy like the marsh like exactly land for like it was something really cheap like 80 dollars yes. i think 60 or 80 dollars which made me so happy yeah so that's like one of my favorite parts of the book she didn't have to leave went to the courthouse and got to like buy all of it because like we said before um, the Marsh is like her family. It is her family. All so of the animals. Like, when she was having a bad day, she would go feed the seagulls. And she would just... The seagulls would spin around her. And it was almost like... It was explaining, like, a hug. Like, mm-hmm. a hug that she needed. And sometimes she would spend the night out there just so she wouldn't feel alone. Which is kind of... A lot of us are like, oh, that's weird. But if you understand Kaya in the book at all, it's like... She loved it. She loved it. It was her life. It was her family. Like, the woods was her actual home. And her being able to save her home and be friends with it, I thought was... Yeah. Amazing. I loved it. I do. I some of, like, it. the reviews, I didn't pick one of them, but they talked about how... They wished that we would have learned more about like her career. Mm. But I can see that. So I would have yeah. liked to read more about uh, her career. Exactly. And I wasn't expecting the book to go like all the way to like the, the end of her life. I thought it was I wasn't end, either. Like, because then I was more sad too that knowing she died and Tate's left with all these things. Her all her feather collections and he's looking through all the stuff. Even though they were together, they were married. Yeah, it wasn't for, like their whole life, yeah. basically. It wasn't a, a big thing, but um, just then Tate's being left on its own because Kaya, Kaya passes away, and in a way, it's like, oh, it's sad. Yeah, Another it sad moment. But, but I really loved it. Yeah, the ending, I think this is one of the best book endings I've ever read. Yeah, because I did not see it coming at all. One th- yeah, you absolutely don't see it whatsoever. Like, you don't expect, you like, maybe Kaya could have done it. But you're like, no way. There's no way she could have done it. No way. Because, well, and, like, they set up that she would have to have done this and then do this in, like, a very short time. Yeah. So I was like, oh, she didn't do it. No way. Well, turns out she is. Because, like, like you said, she's Just smarter kidding. than everybody else. And she, like, planned it. She, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And then Tate, like, never told anyone. He burned them all. Burned it all. So no one will ever know. Except for us. Yeah. We know it. Because we get to know. Oh, yeah. I feel so privileged yes. to know. But, oh. Yeah. Man. So many things. Definitely, definitely one of my favorite books. Oh, let me see. Is there any other things? Yeah. Just, There's so many things. I just. It is. I thought we talked about for hours. Um, another thing I get, like, talking about the stereotypes again. Like, when Kaya went into town. Mm-hmm. Like, Marsh Girl. It was like almost like Cootie's like, don't touch her. 
there's even like children who were like scared of the Marsh yeah. Girl. Like they would come, and I that was heartbreaking for me because yes. Kaya knew, and it was like a thing. Like they went had to go um, knock on the door of her cabin and scream Marsh Girl and try yeah. to get her to come out, and, and she was terrified. Yeah, I mean she's the same age as they are. She's just no. a kid, and. People being afraid of her. And, like, even adults. Like, the mom who's like, don't talk to her. She's yeah. like a marsh girl. I was like, yeah. Ew. And it was... Yeah. Ugh, yeah. made me really upset, too. Exactly. Because yeah. it was such a great experience for her. Because this is the first time Paul takes her out anywhere. Mm-hmm. And they go to, to eat in that rest. They, they go eat yes. chicken in the restaurant. I really want some chicken now. I'm really Same. angry. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> but... They, yeah. And then she goes outside. She's having a, a great day. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, she's never been out to eat in her entire life. This is like a whole experience for her. And she's connecting with her dad. And then it's ruined by this moment of this little boy coming up to her and the mom. Just like freaking out and say, don't touch her. She's the marsh girl. I know. It's heartbreaking. It's but so I do feel like at the end, Kaya had the last laugh. Mm-hmm. And she became something like none of them could even like aspire to be. Exactly. And she's just, even though she was a murderer, I love her dearly. <laughs> I do too. But then again, I do love true crime. Even yeah. though murder is a horrifying thing. Please don't murder anybody. Yeah. If you're considering it, don't. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Just don't. Go find a therapist. Yes. Talk about this. Talk about the things. <laughs> we don't need. We don't need that. Yeah. But. It's very interesting stuff. Yeah, but so to wrap up, I thought we could do like what we took away from the book or like what still lingers with us. What still still lingers with me is just, uh, again, I go back. Education is such a big thing for me. And so I'm actually a teacher. I just passed all my tests. Hooray. Huzzah. Um, so... I teach sixth grade, so I teach kind of like this age that, this younger age that she's at, and education is just a big thing to me, and just seeing how she never had school, she never had those things, like it still sticks with me, I think about how this Marsh girl, the Marsh girl, she had books, she was an author of her own, she had all these beautiful paintings, she knew about all these animals, and she had no formal training at all, and just how smart she was, because she wanted to learn. She had a genuine, um, genuine thing that she she wanted to know more things. Uh, and I have a quote that I really love. It says, and this is in Kaya's words because yes, yeah, she doesn't have the proper grammar. But it says, I wasn't aware that words could hold so much. I didn't know a sentence could be so full. And so it's just kind of to me. That's kind of what I take away is like. Just how powerful knowledge is. Just mm-hmm. how powerful reading was in her life. Reading yes, was definitely. such a big thing. It's such a big thing in my life. I think reading reading is power. Like it's it's the knowledge that you need um, for the world, and just I think to make better decisions in life. And yeah, I just loved. I love that quote, and that's something that kind of sticks with me. Is just how full words can be, and just how much. Kaya grew and learned from that experience. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. I really liked how much she loved learning. Yes. I really liked that. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I love that. What'd you take away, Kelsey? So for me, I took away 
because I really related to Kaya, even though like her life is totally different than mine, mm-hmm. and I've had a very privileged life compared to hers. But I just felt like a really big connection to her and like her struggle to like sometimes reach out to people mm-hmm. and to like trust people. Mm. And so I really related to that part of her like journey because that's hard for me sometimes. And so I feel like just her realizing that it's okay to reach out to people and that even though people like disappoint you sometimes, yeah. it's still worth like reaching out to them and asking for help. Absolutely. So that really stuck out to me. And then yeah, I think that was like the main takeaway. And then what you said about just her like loving books and loving learning and just really being a true, like amazing person. Yeah. So yeah. <sighs> what a great show. Yes. Oh, what Thanks. a great book. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Um, again, we're gonna try to do this, probably try to release something every every other week. Um, so we'll try to let you know what books that we're picking. We really want you to be a part of yeah. our anti-social book club. Like, so let us know all the yes. things, email us. Um, we'll put our links out on social media, um, for, we'll have an Instagram anti-social book club on Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook. So just let us know what you think. Um, we'll try to keep you updated on the books that we're choosing, um, but we just want this a way for antisocial people like us to connect and just talk about the yes. thing that we love, books. We love books. Yes. And plus, I get to spend time with one of my best friends. Yes, same. Yes. And hopefully eventually, you guys, we'll have, we'll have enough notice so you guys can like, email us your questions or what you want us to talk about or your thoughts. Absolutely. Because I really would like to know other people's thoughts, too. So we're just getting started. So yes. please leave comments, um, subscribe. Review us. Review us. Rate us. Just listen. All the things. Do all the things. (laughs) So yeah. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Grab a book. Read it. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on the Antisocial Book Club podcast. This podcast is hosted by Kelsey Krupitzer and Martana Carter with producer Jamal Carter. Please follow us on Instagram at Antisocial Book Club Podcast or find us on our website at antisocialbookclubpod.com.